Welcome to the Autism Grown-Up Podcast, where we focus on that lesser-known period of life, autism and adulthood, in terms of preparing for it and navigating it. If you want to get more info related to autism and adulthood and get support for your vision of autistic people pursuing the quality of life they should have in adulthood, you are in the right place in the right time. I'm your host, Dr. Tara, founder and executive director of the Autism Grown-Up Resource Center, autism sibling, and supporter to people just like you. Thank you for showing up today with me for this episode of the Autism Grown-Up Podcast. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Autism Grown-Up Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about something that's been on our minds quite a bit for the past few six months or so, and still will be probably a part of our lives for the foreseeable future. And the fact that I don't even have to say it says so much right now about how much it is in the forefront of our minds, the back of our minds, all over our brains, really. And that is, of course, the COVID-19 pandemic. So for those of you listening in real time, uh, we've experienced a lot in the past six months. And I want to give you all virtual pats on the backs, virtual hugs, virtual high fives, Wi fives, whatever you all need to serve as, or just the fact that I am grateful that you are still here and that you are moving forward, living the day by day, and doing this together with us. It has been a tough road so far. And we're going to still be experiencing some tough, uncertain conditions up ahead. That's our road sign coming up on the right as we keep going down this road, down this highway, essentially. And I don't know about you, but uh, here in North Carolina, as we had just shifted our phases, we our governor stated three different phases for reopening after we had a, a state of emergency shelter in place order back in March and April. Uh, We are now, we had three existing phases. We just entered phase 2.5, which gives you all an idea of how much we're still trying to figure this thing out. And I'm sure your state, city, etc. country is still doing the same thing here. We're all trying to figure this out as we go along. Um, There are still a lot of different answers, ideas, thoughts related to what we should be doing to navigate this public health crisis that's happening right now. But given all of that, having that knowledge, uh, we have had to navigate a lot of uncertain things in these unprecedented times. Y'all have heard those phrases so many times. And that we've gotten into like this new normal, quote unquote. And But this new normal at the same time, though, feels really contradictory because it is changing every single day what this new normal is. Um, and it will continue to change as things reopen, things may close, I'm not sure. But as we go along over the next year or so, there are going to be a lot of different changes that we're going to have to continually have to make adjustments for and have to continually adjust our expectations for, for ourselves to figure out, to share with our family members as professionals too, and especially autistics who are listening to this right now. For this episode, I wanted to focus on some things that we can keep in mind as we navigate 
the future of COVID-19 and the pandemic and what it will all bring. Some three simple, helpful guidelines, essentially, to guide us along the way, wherever you may be, mental health-wise, even if you're having a great day, a rough day, or somewhat in the middle. These can be incredibly helpful. I also want to state that we have linked a variety of resources on our website. We're always sharing across our social media platforms, too, from other wonderful resources that are incredibly helpful for family members, autistics, and professionals to share. And I'll make sure to put those all in our show notes, in addition to some of the social narratives and other free resources that we've created here at Autism Grown Up. This is a simple collection of tips that are tried and true even before COVID-19 and are still relative so still relevant related to preparing for and navigating adulthood navigating the lifespan broadly and by no means don't do all of these strategies either I'm going to preface that as well at once if you're like feeling uninspired and you want to be inspired or want to have this as a reference just choose one of these and try it out and I'll preface this too, uh, because this is this episode will become a reference for you, especially if you are having a bad day. Come back to this episode and listen to it, because listening to these three guidelines can help you figure out, okay, what is falling out of harmony for me? What are what's one thing I can work on today that can help me feel better about how today went? Or if you are having a good time, good day, a good time, having a great time partying over here, listening to this episode, that's that's pretty impressive, y'all. If you are partying, listening to these episodes, pretty cool. Um, I'm thankful to be a part of your rager experience. Um, but if you are having, if you feel like you are having a really good mental health day, take stock of these guidelines and think about, okay, so this is the harmony that's sitting well for me today. So. Bear these in mind, this preface in mind as you go forward. Also, take note of that the fact that this harmony means that each of three of these guidelines fall across your day or your life very differently from one another. You may be focusing on one more so than the other, and that is okay. You do not need all three to be perfect. I will say that. I feel like I need to say that. So let's move forward. All right, so the first helpful tip is to create and maintain routines. Now, routines mean a variety of things to a variety of folks, and generally, commonly, when people think of routine, they think of as something as very fixed, like a fixed program, a fixed set of instructions of things to do for something like a bell schedule at school, like we have to go through this typical list of activities for this for reading or English or an exercise routine, that type of thing. But routines essentially, from a big picture perspective, are whatever you do in the order you decide to do it, or the flow of how you do something, which is my favorite definition of it. Um, Because routines are essentially a part of our day in all of the things we do, Um, but we can create and maintain specific routines that 
helps support us for success across the day related to our quality of life. Uh, we back to the fact that everything is a routine, eating is a routine, sleeping is a routine that we do. But what we can do to create healthy routines for ourselves is to make sure that we go to sleep at a time that's conducive for us. Now with remote learning and working, a lot of autistic adults can now adjust and wake up at the times that they are good for them. That has been a major thing for a lot of autistic adults I work with is their sleep schedule doesn't match the work schedule or school schedule. So maybe that's something we can work towards now. Creating healthy eating routines and activity routines is also really important here too. Uh, maybe a morning routine that sets you up for success for the day, like waking up at a time that feels good for you and taking care of a major thing on your to-do list that is really hard or really easy for you, that gets you rolling along the day in a way that makes you happy and makes you feel good and also contributes to the state of your household that you still are keeping up with your hygiene and cleanliness of your space. And then number two is making sure that you stay connected. We're still hearing a lot of talk about social distancing or physical distancing rather and making sure that we are maintaining our space away from other people and a lot of big community-based events and different activities are still for the most part, canceled or have moved online. What I said a lot at the start of quarantine was to encourage parents and professionals and autistics to try to keep up with the same social type of schedule that they had pre-quarantine, but just through Zoom or FaceTime or other video chat programs that you use. Like for a lot of teachers who moved to virtual learning and had to move all of their classroom activities online, I still encourage them to do lunch bunches with their students on the spectrum because that was one of the few ways they actually had a coordinated space to be themselves and share and connect with their classmates in a way that is best for them. Uh, and I still say the same thing right now. Stay connected in whatever way feels good for you. You can, in a lot of different places, you can now meet in the community, just maintain your distance. And I encourage that. Maybe if you feel like you need to have a, a metric of what connection looks like, write it down. Like, what does staying connected look like for you? Does it mean hanging out with a friend once a week, talking once a week on FaceTime, seeing someone every day, sending a text every other day? What does that look like to you? And then how can you achieve that and make that happen? And then maybe revisit it at the end of the week and see if that's something that you, do you feel connected then? And if so, keep it up. If not, adjust what that means to you. I bet you, you had ideas along the way of like, oh, I wish I did this more. or I wish I could watch this show with this friend. Add that to the list. And the number three, mental health keep track of that. That is just really, that's the biggest, one of the biggest concerns that is arising from the extended isolation that we've experienced for the past six months and will continue in some form or fashion, especially related to a huge public health issue where there is a lot of uncertainty related to the virus itself and what it can what it is doing to so many families and the related trauma. I mean, even just that could be so triggering for so many to even think about. So in terms of mental health, think about what self-care looks like. Think about what community care looks like. And let's start creating and working on that coping skills toolbox. 
And the other two actually really fold well into this one because mental health is related to our social emotional well-being and related to the structure and quality life of our day. So now this is These are the three simple things to keep an eye on and to build into if you're feeling really stuck or struggling, go back to these three. And they are create and maintain routines, stay connected, and three, keep an eye on your mental health. You can do this one step at a time. There is no need to do all of these at once. And maybe they will build over time. Figure out, prioritize which one is the most important for you. And notice I didn't use shoulds in this conversation today. In this discussion, I want to keep it as open as possible with some guidance, of course. But I want to give autistic adults the chance to figure out what is working for them and give them the space to self-direct related to this. So for parents and professionals listening to this episode, you can jot these down, jot these down, use the language I was using, and provide these as opportunities for the autistic person in your life in terms of starting the conversation around these areas and what they mean to the autistic person in your life. These are like top three challenges, even in adulthood broadly. So this can even give you an open door to working together and collaborating on their support network and space to figure out success in their life. And that about wraps it up for me for this episode. Let me know what you all thought about this episode. You can message me via email. You can email me at hello at autismgrownup.com or just tag us at autismgrownup or send me a direct or private message about what you thought about this episode. I would love to hear it and continue the conversation with you there. And now for future episodes, we do have some interviews coming our way. Um, Some really, really good ones related to financial planning, navigating adulthood services, And I think those are the two main ones. But I also want to get into talking about voting because that will be very, very important in the coming two months, as well as talk about how disruptions in adult services programming has affected so many and what we can do at home and for our own communities right now, as well as talk about transition planning and other high school practices that are having to be adjusted because of moving to remote learning or hybrid learning and how that's affected community-based work experiences and figuring out and that whole spectrum of what will life look like after high school. That type of question is still there, but the way we address it is having to shift as well. If any of those episodes stand out to you as well, also send me a message and let me know your thoughts on that too. I am so grateful for you all listening to this episode and I hope this is a helpful resource for you, your family, your family members, the stakeholders you serve, and so on and so forth. We serve a broad community here at Hotsome Grown Up and I think it's just really important that All of these roles, all of us as stakeholders are a part of this conversation because we are navigating this all together. Same thing for preparing for and navigating adulthood. That is it from me for this episode. Stay safe and healthy and I am thinking of all of you. And thank you all for listening to today's episode. 
You can check out everything that we talked about in our show notes on the Autism Grown Up website, autismgrownup.com. And this is also linked in the description of this episode, wherever you are listening today. And this leads me to a quick ask. So if you found value in this episode and know that others would really also benefit from listening to this podcast, please leave us a rating and review. This really truly helps others in the autism community be able to find us easier online. You can also take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone or whatever device and tag us at Autism Grown Up. That's pretty much our tag everywhere. And that also helps get the word out about the show in a big way. So thank you ahead of time for doing that. And thank you so much again for listening to another episode of the AGU podcast. I'm looking forward to our episode next week, and I'll chat with y'all soon. This episode was brought to you by our supporters. We are a nonprofit, and we would love you to become a supporter yourself of future episodes like this one. Like I mentioned, this is just one of the many resources we offer in our resource center, and we're working towards a fundraising goal on expanding our resource center, and we need your help. Go to autismgrownup.com support dash AGU to learn more and help us keep the show and our resource center running.